Georgia, we get it poppin', homie. We taking over the game, so fuck who hating homie. We bounty hunting, taking all of the trash out. Your podcast, a one-hit wonder like Smash Mouth. Y'all can talk all that big shit, don't wanna hear it. Shout out to the one and only Santana Garrett. Top rope, dropping elbows from other leagues. Who to the face, hook the leg, it's one, two, three. Chris Rucker, Marty V making mics melt. The mill-friendly podcast, don't make your wife melt. Beer drinking, this whiskey chugging, this podcast. We just sit back and laugh and tell them top that. Competition is missing, you know they died off. Every shirt they put to work is looking fly, boss. We want the best in audio, there's nowhere to go. Another episode right now, start the show. Welcome to another episode of Boot to the Face. I'm Chris Rucker along with Marty Vasquez. We are powered by FullPressCoverage.com. Go there for all your sporting wants and needs. And we are finally live after two weeks off. A lot of shit's been going down in wrestling. How you been, Marty? Been doing pretty good, dude. It's been a while. Glad to be back. Um... Yeah, there's a lot of wrestling going on the last couple of weeks. We've either barely talked about or haven't been able to talk about. So it's good to be here this morning. Yeah, I was out of town last week in Winston-Salem, North Carolina, which is a lot of fun. North Carolina. Yeah. It, uh, I tell you, these 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 conventions like this that are smaller, are uh, they're a little bit more fun than, say, WrestleCon, which happens during WrestleMania, or... Uh, what's the other one? There's another big one, or Starcast, or whatever. Um, WrestleCade is a little bit smaller, a little older wrestlers, but it's funny because the main bar, Marty, is at the Marriott, and a lot of people stay at the Marriott. So you go hang out at the bar in Winston Salem at the Marriott, and wrestlers just coming and going, like just hanging out like normal fucking people. And I don't know if you remember this or not, Marty. There's one tag team from the '70s. That I just used to shit on because every show I would go to, they would show up at. Do you remember what tag team I'm talking about? Are you talking about the Rock and Roll Express? Yes. The Rock and Roll <laughs> Express. We're sitting we're at the bar. They're even on, they were even all over the place on the cruise last year also. It, it gets worse. We're at the bar. Oh, shit. Me, uh, who, Jay-Z Flair, his girlfriend, Tabitha was there. And Ricky Morton just would not leave us the fuck alone. <laughs> like oh, now, hoop, man. hoop loved it because you know hoops, hoops, hoops from that generation where he loved yeah. that era of wrestling. Like I'm sure if Pete Opolis would have been there, he would have loved it too. But I was just like, man, if you know, hoops like buying him beer after beer, and he, of course, you know, free beers are having it. He just keeps coming back around. Ho- hoops, one of those guys. It's that one of those moments was like, dude, stop. Yeah, just stop. Like, he goes away. Like he's staying here because you keep feeding him. I was literally he walked feeding, in. Like and I go. I go like goddamn Rock and Roll Express. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, that sounds fantastic. Uh, what's up to everybody in the chat? Therefore, hey, yeah, he, I mean, he was <clears throat> he's drinking all night and he's like eighty years old. So his breath wasn't the best, but he's like, I mean, he's friendly as hell. I don't, I don't mean to shit on the guy. Him as a person, he was cool, but just it was just funny that the Rock and Roll Express. I just can't get away from these motherfuckers. Like it'd be nice if, like, in twenty years, I was hanging out at one of these, and the Usos were always around. But I doubt they will be. Like, 
So, uh, I mean, if it's one of those events, I'm sure all you got to do is wave some alcohol in front and some car keys and yeah, it might come. Just saying. But the, the funny thing about, like, Thunder Rosa was there. She's, like, tucked off in the corner. Like, you know, she didn't want anybody asking her questions. And you mean she was away from the crowd and away from the people and trying to stay there away from out of the spotlight? Well, I mean, I don't blame her. Like, people would constantly be asking her, like, how do you feel about this, that, and the third? And it's like, I'm just here to do my fucking show and have a couple drinks. But some of the wrestlers that are there, like, unless you watch wrestling, mm-hmm. uh, you don't know how many beers that I buy. I tell you how many I'd hit him with. Hmm. <laughs> um, unless you unless you know who these people are. So we're leaving. And we walk outside and tap to see somebody holding a dog. And I don't know if you know who Kylan King is, the, the female wrestler with, like, the red hair. It's her and like, three other, like, female wrestlers. Definitely give a fuck. She's just like, oh, look, a dog. Can I pet him? And her and the girls are sitting there talking. And I'm wondering if these people are like, she has no clue who I am. Or if they're thinking uh, she's probably just trying to be nice and, like, she's going to ask me for something. Watch. But yeah. she had no fucking clue. She met Mickey James and was just like, I don't really care. I mean, I know you don't care who I am. But <laughs> like, she didn't give a fuck. She was just drunk. Um, so that was fun. It was it was a fun time. Like I said, I hung out with Hoop. Jay Z Flair was there. Uh, the guys from Tapped Out Pod, uh, and then kind of bar hopped a little bit. Jay Z Flair got me a little more access than what I had originally got when I got there. So we went, we went and saw a show uh, Saturday night, a wrestling show that I wasn't going to go to, but Jay Z had got me in. So we walk in. We've been drinking all day, and I'm thinking that in this convention center the wrestling is going on in the big room that we were in. Mm-hmm. It wasn't. It was going on downstairs. I didn't know that. So I just opened the door, fucking walk in like five or six steps, stop. There's Zack Ryder in his underwear. There's fucking uh, <laughs> his tag team partner was there. There's like 20 wrestlers in there changing, and they all just stop and look at us. And I was just like, oh, I guess I'm in the wrong place. And we turn around and walk back out. Nobody that's said anything, though. No. That's when you walk in, you're like, the anim- the, the uh. What what was your what was your name? I was the Enterprise. Is it was it the Enterprise? franchise? The franchise, the franchise yeah. is here. Where, where here am I supposed go. to change at, fellas? Where am I changing? <laughs> I'm supposed to go on last. Y'all do know that, right? <laughs> like, who the fuck is this guy? So, but Wrestle Wrestle Cade in uh, in totality was fun. It's cheaper, you know. It's in North Carolina, so like a little podunk ass town that doesn't charge a lot of money for stuff. Everything's walkable. Like the whole downtown area, you can get to wherever you want to go in like five minutes. So it's a good time, man. You just walk around. We had dinner with uh, Jay Z at um, I can't remember the name of this place. I went there last year, and it was phenomenal. Uh, so good steak. They had like this Gouda mac and cheese that was really good. And some kind of dessert shit. Like that's one thing about traveling. You just fucking eat the whole time. Oh. Apparently, I was in the Impact Hotel. So, the first night, I come back and uh, drunk. It's like 2 a.m. I'm getting, you and your bestie, uh, Jordan Grace, hanging out? No, she 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 wasn't there this time. But I'm in line behind Alicia Edwards and Eddie Edwards, Sammy Callahan and Havoc. Like, they're all getting fucking instant noodles and shit at 2 a.m. in the morning because we're all drunk. The Big Show's fucking sitting in a chair. Big Show's big ass is squeezing his little fucking chair sitting there playing on his phone it was the weirdest thing i'd ever seen i didn't want to take a picture of him i took like a a selfie that picture, with him that in the picture background. you took 
He looked miserable like he didn't want to be there. <laughs> he looked like he couldn't. Like what he was the stuck. Fuck did I do with my life decisions? Like he was calling somebody to come help him get out of that chair. But huh, uh, huh. who else did we run into? Ran, run into people on elevators and shit. So it was just, oh, uh, Jeff Jarrett was in my hotel. He was, I ate breakfast with him a couple times. Not with him, but like he's walking around breakfast and I was just like, this motherfucker just keeps getting like, people paid. I got one question for you. Why would you go sign a contract with AEW when WWE's doing shit and giving you that paycheck also? Maybe they stopped. Maybe he wasn't a Triple H guy. He was a Vince guy. Huh? I mean, you're, you're probably, you might be right. You're I mean, it ain't right. like Tony Khan's broke, though. You know, it ain't like the money's little. Yeah. And he's wrestling. He ain't just I was like, like and, and he's on fucking TV every week. Yeah. So. so he's probably getting more money in AEW. Yeah, probably. That's probably true. And I don't know if you know this guy or not, Marty, but I was sitting, uh, I was sitting at the bar, this big black dude sitting there, he's got a WCW ring on, and I'm looking at him, and I'm trying not to, like, make eye contact with him, like, I know this fucking guy from somewhere. Mm-hmm. Uh, you may not know him, but you didn't watch WCW back in the day, he's called, his name was Mr. Hughes, he wrestled in, like, a dress pants, suspenders, a white dress shirt, he had these big gloves on, he's like a bodyguard, he was never, like, completely over, but he, he like, trained, um, now, I remember him, he, like, uh, like a, like a white T-shirt and suspenders and stuff like that, right? Yeah. Ties yep. and stuff, hats. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah, Sunglasses. He's lost like a hundred. Like almost pounds. like he almost had like a Ving Rhames look to him. Yeah, he lost like a hundred pounds. Of course, he's older now. Yeah. But he, he's in good shape. But he was talking to Jeff Jarrett like uh, the morning of breakfast. I'm just trying to get my fucking omelet. You know, like y'all go talk this shit somewhere else. Yeah. Wasn't he a Triple H manager? I don't. I don't know. I don't know if he was with Triple H or not. But I, I do know he he had a short stint in WWF, but his main shit was WCW. Yeah, sitting at the bar with him, he was fun. Um, there's a few wrestlers. RVD and his wife walked around. and RVD. Man. And KT Forbes. I've never seen a Brazilian butt lift in real life. That's what she has. I mean, I, like I said, I used to go to the women's wrestling, and she was like, a prime spotlight of that program. Um, yeah, it was a good time. I remember. I remember the last show I went to. Um, I sat. I was at the bar and I, I was um, drinking and talking to to RVD while I was there, grabbing my beer and everything. He's a cool, dude. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, like I said, this this kind of place here, you just honestly, I think the wrestlers just go there and guys that are real big marks for who they are will just buy them drinks all night so they're just drinking for free oh absolutely um they get paid to be there and they're gonna get free drinks so they're making money all the way around <laughs> why wouldn't you it's like these retired football players sometimes that just go to the events like yeah Zicky I, know dice was there. I know why you're asking who he is or not Zicky dice was Zicky dice oh your boy ellsworth was there he was sitting at the bar and he had a girl with him that was really, really good looking. Uh, and I waited to make sure she had tattoos and make sure she was of age. I had okay. to make sure she was over 18 before I could say that. Because you know Ellsworth. I mean, have you not watched any Netflix show? Apparently all teenagers have uh, tattoos now. Well, I don't know. Just she, saying, he was, I was in high school. Let's just say he was, had tattoos. remember he was running around with Carmella? This was kind of like that. This girl wasn't oh, as hot okay. as Carmella, but she was way too hot to be with He Ellsworth. had to relive his glory days. Yeah. He was sitting at the bar just fucking holding court. And I was like, like, I don't know what all happened with his little case or trial or or accusations or whatever 
But I mean, <laughs> he had a table. Because his ass has been running around wild. So. Yeah, he had a table at WrestleCade, and people were going to see him still. And I, I think why. he wrestled. Like, I don't know why. It just Some people just don't get it. And uh, I don't get it. There's something for everybody, Marty. I guess you're right. I mean, it's wrestling. Yeah. I understand people, that 100%. There's people out there that don't like the Usos. It's just, and they're dumb. And yeah, but I mean, they look at us and, and they're like, mad. why are you always again, on the if Usos' that's the case, nuts? They're probably the ones that are lining up for Ellsworth. Yeah. So, I mean, every, everybody likes something. There's something for everybody. There's enough money to be gotten wrestling for everybody, apparently. I don't know how much he made that weekend, but um, I met the national treasure, Nick Aldis. Oh, shit. Yeah, introduced, introduced. <laughs> Should I tell him that uh, Mickey and you are best friends? And Oh, Mickey's the one that introduced us. I, I was trying oh, nice. to get to that. Yeah, nice. we were sitting there talking when she was signing my picture. And she reaches over. She goes, Nick, this is Chris from Boot to the Face. And we shook hands and we exchanged pleasantries or whatever. And she was like, you got to get on their show. He's he's really good. And I was like, I'm sitting there like blushing. And then she sees a, uh, she sees <laughs> this 80 proof hoodie and goes, 80 proof? I follow y'all. Y'all, y'all do some naughty shit on there. <laughs> and and like, this yeah. is this is right after the uh, admire experience, isn't it? <laughs> well, she's I commenting on. I'm, uh, like, I'm like, if she watched at all this week or even followed at yeah. all this week, she got the full admire experience this week. She's commenting on one or two of our our posts on there on TikTok, I think, or Instagram. I can't remember which one, but uh, caught up with her, which was really fun. Uh, took a picture with. Danielle and just, and just to be clear, if Aldis wants to come on the show, I'm all for it. Oh yeah, I'm all for Aldis coming on the show. No, they uh, we I won't mean, even can, we won't even talk WWE stuff. But we'll just talk Nick Aldis and NWA. I can talk First about NWA gets talked about, about this because it was uh it was all over her social media and stuff. I didn't want to like reach out to him anytime soon because. Her, like right after WrestleCade, her brother was in like a bad car yeah. wreck and died, and like she lost a couple family members. So the other, other uh, yeah, niece, niece thoughts friend. and prayers That's... to them. He's not even with NW. I mean, he's technically still with NWA, but he's done with NWA. No, he's not. He's done. Yeah, no, he's still with him until January. Oh, is he? Yeah, until his contract runs out. But uh, I thought he was done. Yeah, he he's he's been shitting all over the NWA on social uh, media. I mean, I would be too. <laughs> So, like, fucking NWA, man. Like, seriously? Yeah. They they go went to a Carolina Ooh, Panthers game. Yeah, I saw that. Against the Broncos. I'm yeah, it was, it was a shitty game to go to, but it was it was really... I've never been to an outdoor <laughs> stadium before. And I so, bet it uh, wasn't that expensive a game to go to, though. No, the seats we had were... Uh, we were probably 15 rows up from the field, and... We bought them the the morning of, and it was like with fees and everything. It was like seventy five bucks a piece, I think. Dude, that's fucking awesome. Yeah, I sat up in the fucking nosebleeds, like touching the clouds, <laughs> at mile high. When it uh, was the mile Eagles high playing, on mile high, <laughs> when the when the Eagles were playing, right? And it was the first Bronco game I'd ever gone to, and I took somebody to the game, and sky high seats and the Eagles this is when Michael Vick was the quarterback oh damn All right. so I was like cool Vick's playing Broncos are playing is you know this might be a good game it was fucking like $300 a ticket before fees to sit up in the fucking sky 
I'm like, fuck this shit. Fuck Peyton Manning. Fuck this Broncos. And fuck, that's why I don't. That's why I don't come to this shit. Yeah, I'm good, Joey. I'm good, <laughs> Joey. Um, I'm not gonna I, lie. Actually, this morning I was thinking about driving out to Denver next weekend, but probably won't. I've had a couple experiences like that. Like uh, a couple years ago, the Cowboys came here, and it was the first time they were in the Falcons' new stadium. And mm-hmm. I paid three hundred bucks to sit up in the fucking cheap seats. And then Tyron Smith got hurt, and Dak got sacked like nine times that game by one mm-hmm. fucking guy. And they lost. And then the following year, um, Leanne's friend Emily got us tickets through her work that were club level. And the Cowboys won that one. So that one was fun. But I did notice uh, we were looking at the tickets. If you wait, if you can, if you want to take this gamble, especially a game like this where it wasn't a sellout, like half the seats were empty. Now, if it's an important game and like a really popular team, I wouldn't do this. But if you're going to go somewhere, you want to take the gamble, wait until like. Go to the stadium and then buy your tickets online. Because when we were walking in, we could have sat front row on the 50-yard line for, like, the same price we paid for those. Because those are season ticket holding people. Not You're not always going to get that lucky, but the season ticket holders that are selling their tickets, by the time the game's getting ready to start, they're just trying to get anything for them because they're not going to the game. <clears throat> and so uh, we waited until about an hour before and bought ours, and then we got, got down there, and I just jumped on Ticketmaster just to look. And tickets were even better, like, sitting up close. Have you ever uh, caught one of them shirts they throw? Um, at a football game? Yeah, any 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 kind of thing. I've, I've got them at, like, I used to get them at Rockies games all the time. Like, because we'd always sit either. I had tickets that would either be, like, three rows up from third base. Because um, uh, a guy that ran the ice cream parlor in my shopping center used to hook me up with tickets. Yeah. So I used to either sit, like, three rows up from, from third base. Or I sat, like, on the wall. Um, in right field or left field, so yeah, I, I'd get we got t-shirts all the time. I think I still have a couple t-shirts in the room right now. Um, but I used to get Rockies Rocky shirts all the time. I caught a parachute at a Falcons game once, but these guys were throwing every every time out. They would come by throwing t-shirts from the field, mm-hmm. and dude in front of me, it was like, all right, it was Carolina, right? So this is a bunch of like inbred hillbillies and shit like that everywhere. Uh, yeah. So his family in front of me. They were drunk, and then the the one two rows in front of me, they were drunk as shit. And this guy in front of me, him and his dad, his dad's a Broncos fan. He was a he was a Panthers fan, and he's just like screaming in his dad's face and talking shit to him. And every time the guy comes by to throw the shirt, he's like, "Oh, he won't. He'll, it'll never reach up here. It'll never reach." Tab was like, "If one of those shirts come, you better catch it because I want it." I was like, "Yeah, okay, whatever. It ain't gonna yeah. come up here." So I'm sitting there, like my allergies are like giving me shit. I was hungover, so I'm just kind of, like, sitting there, like, not really reacting to much. At the last minute, I look up, and I see a shirt coming. It goes through the guy's hand in front of me. And by the time I reach up, you would think I didn't have an athletic bone in my body. I'm, like, like <laughs> reaching forward. It goes right through me into the chair behind me. The guy next to me sitting there just reaches over and grabs it and picks it up. And then he didn't even give it to his son. Like, what a dickhead. What his dick. son was asking for something the whole game. He's like, I hope they throw it up here. And the guy just held on to it, didn't even give it to his kid. That's crazy. Um, now, speaking of, like, talking about, like, tickets and stuff like that, the one thing that sucks about, like, living in, in like, high markets, obviously L.A., Denver, they're, like, their last couple Super Bowl runs. Uh, and then, like, I, I went to, when I was in Chicago a few years back, I drove up to Lambeau, went to a game up in Lambeau. They were playing the Vikings for Thursday Night Football. I feel like I've never bought tickets for an NFL game less than two seventy five. 
Yeah, tickets are high. Like, it's it, fucking yeah. crazy. Like every like the Packers came out are two years in a row, right? Um, and we have a big Packer group out here, and we usually get like like group deals and seats like that kind of thing together. And they the 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 watching them play the Rams and then watching them play the Chargers. Um, the Rams playing at the Coliseum at the time, so an old fucking stadium, and the Chargers playing at a a, a, a small stadium. It's like what the fuck, and these cars are like three hundred dollars a ticket. Like you guys are fucking ridiculous. Um, yeah, I just, I just, it's like I need to go to a, like a, a small market team just so I can get regular seats. Um, but yeah, it's ridiculous. NFL, L A is just fucking stupid. Obviously, we see that with bringing this round into wrestling. WrestleMania yeah. tickets next year are just fucking stupid. I'm I'm leaning towards not going. Yeah, that's, a, that's I'm on the same point. Like two tickets or two nights, you're looking at paying like like two grand. And unless I know for a fact Dwayne's gonna be there, I still don't even know if I want to pay for it for that. Like that's just I, yeah. I, you talk about travel, hotel. <laughs> I don't know if I'm gonna have to rent a car. If I don't, Uber's gonna be high as giraffe pussy. And then you're 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 charging three hundred and fifty dollars to sit up there next to the fucking Super Bowl banner. Nah. Yeah, I and that's like my thought too. Like, right here. Luckily, I don't have to pay for travel. Yeah. But I still gotta pay for gas. I still gotta sit in traffic for three hours. And where the stadium is, I don't know what their plan's going to be because where the stadium is is not down the street from like L.A. So if they're planning on doing something in L.A. Uh, there's really nothing around this arena where they could. I mean, I guess they could build something like a, at the cause like down the street where like the sports park is or something. But yeah, there there really isn't anything nearby. Like when we go like Dallas, you have the whole city right there. Yeah, uh, we've been Nashville, this whole city right there. You know, New York, the city's right. Obviously, New York's a little different because the fucking stadium is in uh, Jersey. Jersey. But you take the crew, but you, but everything else is in New York right there. You know what I mean? It's just I don't know. It's just gonna be so weird what they do. But six hundred dollars for a fucking touching the the Raptors. Uh, that's just one ticket. That's just one ticket for one night. Yeah. Like ah, that's just that's a. I might as well go put six hundred dollars on the fucking black at on the roulette table and see what. That I mean, gets you me. give it to me. I we might be able to come up. You let me do it. I'm, <laughs> I'm pretty good at roulette. Um, yeah, I, I'll just grab me a fifty dollar bottle of Crown Royal, sit right here in my office, and. Fire up the cock. Best seat in the house. Cause I mean, you can always come out here, man. We can still have a vacation. I was looking that's, at just travel just tickets. Go a long way. <laughs> I was just looking at travel tickets. Like, if, if I don't go to WrestleMania and I go that far, I'll just fucking go to Vegas again. I mean, that's cool. <laughs> <laughs> ain't no point going to L.A. if I ain't going to. I don't know, man. They're, they're outpricing. Cool, like, that's cool, dude. Whatever. You know. I, I guess I could go to L.A. The price of everything just sucks right now. Yeah. Netflix is going up. What was I looking at the other day? My fucking my iCloud subscription shit went up. Like everybody's just like adding an extra two dollars onto everything. And it's like, it was only two dollars. Yeah, but everybody's doing it. Exactly. Everybody's doing that. That's like uh when we went, where did we go last? Um I'm trying to think of where we went. Oh, Washington. We went to Washington last end of last month or end of October. We're at the car rental place and the girl's like, oh, well, we got an upgrade for you. We got a, a, a promo going on right now. We can upgrade and it would only be like $20 a day. I'm like, or $25 a day. I'm like, yeah. And for a week, that's fucking $200. So 
How about you just give me the car I rented? Because that's all I need. I don't need an SUV when there's only two of us driving around the state. I don't need to be paying extra gas. Whenever. But it's only $25. You're going to give me $200? No. <laughs> then don't fucking try to, don't try to give me a deal by breaking it down to the day when I know how to count. I know how to multiply. And I can tell what the overall cost increase is going to be on that. Plus gas. Yeah. I was like, you're fucking Plus ridiculous. Uh, well, shit, Mario, let's get to some wrestling. Um, a lot's going on since the last time we were on here. Did, was MJF champion the last time we did a show? We did. Our last show was the morning after Full Gear. Okay. All right. But he's only he's like, appeared on TV about since Full then. Gear yet, but it was Saturday night. Um, so we ended up talking about it Saturday morning, I think. I'm pretty sure we talked about it Saturday Yeah, we morning. did talk Full Gear. Um <clears throat> But we haven't seen MJF as champion since then, so we will get to that. Let's start with Survivor Series. Um, The Friday night before, Becky Lynch makes her return. And I I talk about this all the time. I just wish spoilers would just go the fuck away. Who? Spoilers. Oh, yeah. Like, I, I put something on Twitter the other day. I said, imagine if motherfuckers told you two months beforehand that Hulk Hogan was the third man before Bash at the Beach. Mm-hmm. Would that be the biggest hill turn in wrestling then? No. Nobody fucking saw it coming. Surprises are a good thing. Like back what when if, WWE what if they used told to, you that they were going to strip Bret Hart of the title before he left for WCW? Screwjob isn't as big of an yeah. impact anymore. If they spoil it, like you already got spoilers out on who Roman's fighting for uh, Rumble Royal and Rumble Rain, and, yeah. and something else, you know? <clears throat> like, And it's like, it's not just a match. Like now, you're you're telling me what the storyline's gonna happen yeah. in the best storyline in wrestling, which is the bloodline, right? I don't want to know what's gonna happen. That's the beauty of what the bloodline's been is like it can go in eighteen different directions. Like we don't know if Solo's gonna turn. We were thinking Jay was gonna turn and he was gonna be the guy. You were thinking Sammy. Now everything's fucking hunky dory. Like I I don't want to know what's gonna happen. Is it though? Yeah, I did see what happened on SmackDown, but. I digress. Like I'm getting way off my topic, but the spoilers are just stupid. So Becky coming back was just like we kind of already knew it. Uh, well, and Becky we comes about back the week before. She I mean, came you, back you, Friday. I mean, we called the week before. Yeah, we, we talked about how she was probably going to be the the fifth person. Um, it, was, it made sense, but they put her out. It made sense for her to come back. Speculation and, and guessing is different than oh, this is what's being reported. Yeah. Uh. So they come back. The women's the women's uh, war games match. It was decent. Um, I thought it was pretty good. I wasn't, EO, I wasn't mad at it. I just I just fucking love EO. Yes, I mean I know she's you. I know she's just like a jobber right now, but it's just like her look, the way she carries herself, like her moonsault. You know I think is a little overrated. That's just me. Uh, I don't think it's as good as everybody thinks it is. But it's everything else that she does. I really love. Um, who else was in this match? I don't, I just we had damage control. Yeah, I just can't get into Alexa Bliss. I can't take Alexa Bliss. She just she looks like she's just going through the motions. Or am I crazy? I don't think she's going through the motions. I think she I, I think she doesn't really want to be in this exact storyline. But even looking at her this week during promos with Bianca, I don't know. I think the way she keeps looking. I think she has an ulterior motive there, and I think she's gonna end up being the one that like turns that turns on Bianca, um, and then she's gonna be like, a competitor, a challenger for a short period of time. 
Um, I think that's what it's coming to. Like, is there dissension? Is there something not to trust with Alexa? Is she there just to be there um, because she's got other plans to do with the title? Um, I think that's what I, I that's what I'm seeing when I look into it. Um, I mean, I don't know. I, it's it's really no different than Solo being out there the way he is with the Bloodline. It's way I, different. No, it's not. Like, um, he's just he, he really does look disinterested when he's out there. It's it's not. No, he looks like the the muscle. He looks like the bodyguard. He looks like not I'm not here for Raw the Smackdown? bullshit that y'all are doing. Did you watch Raw and SmackDown this week? Yeah, yeah. He All looked like he wasn't there for the bullshit. Alexa just looks like I should be the He's one that's the, the champion. Like, I should I'm be here, doing need... this. Like, yeah. That's... No, and, and not in a kayfabe way, Mark. I'm talking like oh. she just looks like see, she's I didn't just see there. That. I didn't see that in like a reality. I'm just here to get my, my check and go home. Kind that's of what it looks like. That. I didn't see that. Um, But then, yeah, like we had Nikki Cross in the match. Uh, There was somebody else on that side. that Rhea oh, Ripley's the star. Rhea Ripley. Mm. I was never into Rhea Ripley. Mm. Like this whole this whole uh, Judgment Day thing is working for her. Like mm. she's just she comes across as such a bet. Like when her and Becky squared up, I was like, oh shit. And Becky looks so tiny next to her. That's gonna be a good a good feud when it finally happens. Uh, I don't know. Just some some I've I've never been a fan of Rhea, but something about this storyline, her attitude, how she carries herself. Like I'm digging it. Everything about her character, her attitude, the way she comes off. It's just I don't know. It's just I mean, like you said, it's something for everybody, and what she's yeah. providing is not for me. And I like the little pin she does when she's pinning people, I'm just sure to be do. like to drive the fucking internet virgins crazy. Like she knows what she's doing, and it's working. Um, so the 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 Becky and Bianca's team they get the win. Um. What other match was there? Ronda and Shotzi. Oh, my God. Ronda wins. That's all we'll say. Yeah. <laughs> my mom I, I, always I, I said, if you ain't got nothing nice to say, don't have, say nothing at all. I, I have the, the, I have it pulled up on my, on my screen, and I'm just like, yeah, I don't know. And I have it right, I'm looking right at it, so I'm sorry. I have I have them all right here in front of me. I just don't know why I'm jumping in. Um, that match was just yeah, not that, good. Uh, but Ronda's still the champ. Yay. Good promo, that lady. Mm. Fantastic. <laughs> we got the club, the OC, AJ Styles versus Balor at the Judgment Day. I actually really enjoyed this match. Can't mm-hmm. stand the fuck out of Dominic Mysterio, but I love everybody else in this match. I'm liking Dominic um, more and more every day. Take Dominic out. We got New Japan going on right here. 100%. It's a New <laughs> Japan match. Dominic and Rhea rolled up on Rey Mysterio on Thanksgiving and beat <clears> his <throat> ass at his house. In front of his kids, in front of the children. So you know, and then they asked, "Look, you'll like this, Marty." They asked Dominic why on uh, WWE to bump, and he said, "Cause Ray put his Christmas tree up too early." <laughs> he said, we, "We wasn't even done with Thanksgiving yet, and he's got Christmas decorations up." <laughs> so he rolled up, whooped his ass. Um, yeah, I, I don't remember who won this match. AJ Styles and AJ and him, yeah, match. that's bullshit. I, I want the Judgment Day to win this feud. I mean, they won on Monday night, so that's a thing. But as far I as want, paper, I want view, I want Balor to turn on Judgment Day and join AJ and the OC. That's what I want. EJ Reese says Dom and Rhea are the only reason I care about Judgment Day. Yeah, I, I don't really get, I, no. I I like Balor. I don't really care about Priest though. 
I like David Priest. Priest. I, you know what? Here's the thing with Priest. When it was when Judgment Day first started, and it was Judgment Day, and Edge, Priest was on fire. And then you bring in Dominic, and you bring in Rhea, and he he really did get pushed to the back. Um, and that's I don't know. Like, I'll be honest. With you, out of the three of them, I, he's he's the better talent than all three of those. Um, yeah, I don't I don't like it. I don't like how he's been pushed to the side. Uh, but I've always been a fan of him. Um, Punishment Martinez, take it back to those days. But and then and you know maybe I'm biased because I can't stand Rhea and Dominic. And then when you have somebody as talented as, as Dominic or Damian Priest get pushed aside for them, it just makes me not want to watch it. I only watch Judgment Day matches and Judgment Day issues because of Finn Balor and Dominic uh, Damian Priest. I fast forward when the other two are talking. You're missing some good shit. No, I'm really not because I don't miss nothing. I don't have no FOMO. I don't got. I don't got to rewind it. I don't got to look up the spoilers. I don't got to look up the the recaps. How you know you don't miss it if you not if you don't watch any of it? Because I don't fucking care. That's why. Like we said earlier, something for everybody. Some of us have good taste. Some of us had no taste. And some of us know what's trash. <laughs> uh, what was the next match, Mari? <clears throat> Uh, we had Austin Theory versus Seth freaking Rollins and, and Bobby Lashley. Lashley in a triple this is threat a great match. match. What? This is a great match. It was a great match till the finish. I don't mind the finish. I don't like the fact that uh, I love the the Seth jumping off of Theory to curb stomp Lashley. I thought was phenomenal. That was great. I what uh, I mean by the finish was Bobby's execution of that last spear was trash. I mean, you get yeah. I've heard people say that, that, that but that, also that spear could have been so so deadly and just looked so fantastic to end yeah. the match. And it could it could have fucking hurt somebody too. You got a no, guy getting no, suplexed. Like, no, you got a guy getting suplexed. You got to protect everybody in the ring. I've heard people say that, this, and I feel like you're holding like a grown he, man up over your head and he's upside down. You can't go in there with reckless abandon and try to fucking kill somebody and then I drop the guy that. on his head. I, and take away the blinders, but when it comes to Bobby Lashley, that looked like a botched spear. It's got nothing to do with blinders. It's got something to do with he was trying to protect the other people in the ring with him. Oh, it wasn't. It ain't complicated. It wasn't. That wasn't. You're it. not gonna go in that, and like he could have hit that. He could have hit that better without hurting anybody. Come on. Well, it, it got. It looked like he to barely touched him, and then all of a sudden he gets the pin. Like that okay. doesn't. It, it just goes to the finish of the, the finish not coinciding with the with the pin. Have you seen that motherfucker's shoulders? He ain't gonna hit you that hard with those. God, here we go. Just pull up his Instagram. Look at that shit. This is, this is coming from he, a guy who just fucking. He can fuck bump Lashley. into you. You'd be down Stop for the gargling. count. Stop gargling. Yeah, he bump into your ass. You you, can't, you gotta call that a work. Fuck Bobby Lashley. You sitting up. there talking about he he didn't hit him hard enough. Bobby Lashley, fuck do this Bobby shit to your up. forehead. You you're out three days. Shit. Wipe three days. Eyebrows off. Disabled fuck list. You're on the disabled list. You and Aaron Rodgers. Wow. You're an asshole. My bad. I meant CM Punk. I don't know why I said Aaron Rodgers. You're an asshole. Probably because they're both the same. You're an asshole. You ever seen them in the same room I'll together? I'll say that shit again. I'll keep saying that shit. CM Punk and Aaron Rodgers. Fuck up. <laughs> you, ever seen that? you ever seen that Spider-Man meme where they're just pointing at each other? Dressed wow. the same? <laughs> That's CM Punk and Aaron Rodgers. <laughs> Aaron Rodgers' last press conference, he's like, I'm old, I'm hurt, 
I work with a bunch of fucking children. <laughs> Tony Khan doesn't know how to run a fucking target. <laughs> fucking Egypt. Yeah. Put Rodgers out to pasture. Rodgers still playing better than 98% of the fucking league. In what the league? The, the Pac-12? Fucking NF. First of all, stop. Come on, man. Come on, you 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 talk about blinders. Aaron Rodgers is playing like trash right now, and he's still better than ninety eight percent of the fucking league. What's that? Why are they Why are they three and eight or whatever they are? That has nothing to do with Aaron. It's not saying just because they're down doesn't mean that Aaron Rodgers isn't playing better than the other quarterbacks. Are you kidding me right now? It does mean that. No, it doesn't. That's why quarterbacks get paid the most. That's why quarterbacks are the only ones whose win loss record counts. Because quarterback play is what gets teams to win. You can't win without a good quarterback, and the Packers don't have a good quarterback right now. Okay, now you're just being stupid. Like that's no, I'm just telling dumb. you the truth. Nah, Aaron Rodgers sucks dumb. now. He's washed. Okay. He's not. Simple Love as that. Future, your hatred for the Reed. Packers and for the fucking for Aaron Rodgers is just yeah, fucking Packers in my rearview mirror. I don't give a fuck about the Packers. They're not even in the playoffs. I don't care about the Packers. Fucking stupid. I don't have to pay attention to the up. Packers anymore. Still a fucking better quarterback than fucking Dak. Okay, well, Dak's team's 8-3. and three. Yeah, his team, not him. He's got a better winning record than Aaron Rodgers this year. Pretty sure Aaron Rodgers plays it with injury because he's a better quarterback than fucking Dak. That's why he's going to sit his fucking pussy out. It's, it's hard accepting when your quarterback sucks and it's time to as EJ said, put him out. I get it. Is he I past see. his prime? Maybe yeah. yes. Way but past. Does that, he's not fucking. His prime is like trying to put him out. That's just stupid. You know when you're daydreaming on the highway and you look back and you went like four exits past where you're supposed to go. That's where his prime is. It's like way back there. Way yeah. back there. Fucking MVP eight months ago. And yeah, that was bullshit. Should have been. But he's way past his fucking. Time. Yeah, when we saw what happened when he got up. to the playoffs. Motherfucker scored three stupid. points. Yeah, his fucking defensive team. He scored special, three points. His, his defense team, don't play offense. His specialty team gave up three fucking touchdowns. How many points did he score? Doesn't matter. Okay, it doesn't matter. It doesn't because there's a. What do we judge quarterbacks on? Also. Points. The fucking run team. Points. We judge quarterbacks on how many points they put up. He put up three in the playoffs. Three points. That's a field goal. And even him. That's the fucking kicker. <laughs> he put up zero. This fucking guy. Survivor Series main event. The Bloodline versus Fight Night and Drew McIntyre. Storytelling in this match was phenomenal. Um, Honestly, I thought Sammy was going to turn before the match is over with. Especially with the shit that happened on, was it SmackDown? Where he lied to yep. Jay Uso and said he hadn't talked to anybody yet, or was that Survivor that was Series? And then Roman pulling him aside. I thought he was going to turn. Um, fuck the Eagles, Mrs. Chaos. Um, but he didn't. He turned on KO, which was so good. Um, I kind of wish him and Jay weren't so chummy and like acting like everything was buddy buddy now. Still, like I kind of still wish Jay would have not hugged him and just kind of like gave him a little fist bump. But you know. They know better than I do when it comes to the Bloodline storyline. But this shit was so good. Um, just just storytelling at its fucking finest. No spoilers. Yeah, it was fantastic. I, this is obviously, I think, the best match of the night. Uh, obviously, the Bloodline is the best story going in wrestling. I don't care what anyone says about that shit. It's truth. 
Uh, everything about it. I didn't think. I didn't think once during the match that Sammy was going to turn on them. Not not even a little bit. Um, if anything, I thought that maybe uh, Owens might turn on the Brutes and then just fucking walk out. Not to turn on to join the bloodline, but turn on them just because he can't fucking. He's a dick and just can't stand them. And then start a feud with like Sheamus or something. Um, I don't know. Yeah, I didn't. I didn't think anybody was going to turn from the bloodline, but I enjoyed it. I thought it was good. Uh, everything that was done, it's like so good so good from all like the different the fact that they're there's that they're all giving and providing something totally different to the match um it's just so good man solo yeah. he provides something different jimmy and jay uh, uh you know being twins and being what they were they and then what they've been for the you know last decade even they provide something different from each other now you know and then you got sammy out there and obviously roman it's just I it, the the partnership of this group is just so fantastic and well put together. Like I don't care if they ever lose. I don't let them have that shit. In fact, at the point, give fucking Solo the universe uh, the United States Championship and give Solo or uh, Sami Zayn the fucking IC title. Boom, give them all the fucking titles. Um, <coughs> excuse me. EJ says he thinks shenanigans are going to happen at the Rumble. That's Absolutely. see, that's the other thing too. I, th- I think is, Jay. I think I still I said this a couple weeks ago. I think Jay and 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 Sammy are going to be in the bottom three or bottom four, the last four of the Royal Rumble match. There's so many ways they could go about this if the Rock isn't the, uh, if the Rock isn't going to be there for the Rumble or for Mania to fight mm-hmm. Roman. Well, between the Royal Rumble and Money in the Bank, the Money in the Bank briefcase. Like, there's so many ways that Sammy could win it, Jay could win it, Solo could win it. I don't think Jimmy's got a shot in hell at winning it, but them three winning it because there's a little bit of dissension, be it on TV or speculation from fans with all three of them, right? And so, like, you know, or you fucking have have Sammy win the Rumble and have Jay win the fucking Money in the Bank briefcase, right? So you got two guys that have guaranteed title shots in the same fucking faction, with the tribal chief still is the champ. We got know? elimination chamber in between that shit. Dude. Have fucking solo win that. Now <laughs> <laughs> yeah. all three of them have shots now, right? And then we haven't even mentioned Cody. You know, no, speculation was Cody was the one that was going to win the rumble forever ago. Like the whole Seth Rollins taking one of the titles from Roman and him and Cody fighting for it at Mania. Now y'all can cancel that shit. That shit ain't happening. I can't tell you when. Like I can't see Roman losing. In the neck before SummerSlam, I just there's nobody that I can see that unless he lost a cash in from Money in the Bank from like Jay Uso, which would mm-hmm. be phenomenal. But I can't see somebody beating Roman one on one right now. Especially, I mean, we've talked about it. Cody's my guy, but Cody's not in the same league as Roman to come beat him for the title on this historic fucking run that he's on. Maybe Seth. It ain't going to be Brock. It ain't going to be Drew. It ain't going to be Sheamus. It ain't going to be KO. Sami Zayn ain't going to do it. Because if Sami Zayn wins, you motherfuckers will turn on him just like you did Liv Morgan. So that ain't going to happen. Y'all want him to win now. And as soon as he wins, you're going to start booing him like you did Liv Morgan. That Mm Usha shit ain't going to be cute no more. Fickle ass fans. I'm getting mad at the fans for something they hadn't even got mad at yet. But you know how they are. I mean, we got Go ahead. I was gonna say I just I can't see who who can beat Roman 
But as far as the storyline with all the stuff that's coming up between Royal Rumble, Money in the Bank, and Elimination Chamber, there's just so many ways they can go with the Bloodline stuff. And yeah, it sucks for other people that they're not going to win and they won't be there. But I don't know what to tell you. Like, this is the best storyline in years in professional wrestling. The fucking yeah. layers to it. Like, you you want to start winning, come up with something, I guess. But it ain't going to be as good as this. This shit, Think where it started, Marty. Roman coming back, it, winning a title from the fucking Fiend, and Jay coming back off injury, like, thinking that they were buddies, and Roman just beating the absolute dog shit out of him for two pay-per-views in a row. That's where I mean, it, it, it was that, and it was also Jimmy getting hurt. Mm-hmm. It was Jimmy getting hurt that led to all that. Jimmy getting hurt and Roman coming back returning. Like, that said, all these wheels I, I feel in like motion. you've never you've never really seen. I mean, I guess you could take a look at like Hunter and and Austin when they came back from injury, but like they were already made people when yeah. that should happen. Like to see this entire group just skyrocket after that. Like even Roman, like I love Roman, but like the 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 levels he's reached since he came back have been astronomical. Like even he benefited from this, and you know. The, the the amount of injuries that, that happened for this to take place is ridiculous and crazy, but the fact that we got where we are now because of that that's just so what they've done with this story and what with this feud or not even just feud but just everything around it has been great to watch and I don't care like they you know you want to be in the main event you want to be in the main storyline then fucking prove yourself and these guys have proven themselves day in and day out for years now. You said inj- injuries They're literally took place. writing their shows around them. Uh, you're right about the injuries, like the, both of the Usos getting injured and having to come back. But think about this. If COVID wouldn't have happened, we were going to get Babyface Roman versus Goldberg at WrestleMania. Yeah. He would have never came back. It would have never been a Tribal Chief storyline. We'd still be with Roman with that fucking bulletproof vest on right now playing laser tag. Yeah. Like Not COVID wrong. said all that in motion because he left. And had to go home and realize that, you know, it is safe for him with his uh, immune system and all that to still do COVID, right? Like, once the vaccine and shit came out. If COVID wouldn't have happened, we'd still be fucking full steam ahead, laser tag roaming. That's, thinking about it that way is crazy. Like, you would have missed out on all of this. Wow. That's that's a mind fuck. Um, Bloodline gets the win. I believe they have a match on Monday night versus uh, who the fuck are they fighting tomorrow? They have a match Monday night against Elias and Riddle. Yeah, and, and then, then the Sheamus winners and Drew of that match, them out. the winners of that match have a match against the Brutes on, or no, not the Brutes, Sheamus, Sheamus and, and Drew McIntyre on Friday. Yeah. Which is my here's my thing about this. Elias and Riddle are out there, but then the Usos are the ones that you know. I don't know. Tag team, I feel like tag teams this week. I know Riddle was like, why don't we go for the titles? And then, you know, Jimmy and Jay. But, like, even go to AEW, why are the tag team champions the ones that are, like, calling people out and, like, offering, like, the challenges? What do you mean to challenge them? Yeah. Not the other way around. I don't know. That's just that's the way I feel about it. But it is what it is, I guess. Speaking of AEW, let's talk about them for a little while. We got, you know, we got, we got to get, get going. Um MJF is your world champion. He comes out, debuts a new title, Burberry design or whatever, cuts his long-winded promo, and then at the end of it, <laughs> fucking knocks out William Regal with breast knuckles. 
<laughs> and what looks like Regal's like done with AEW from everything that's online now. It's like they wrote him off of TV. Guy wasn't even there for a year. Um, which and and people freaking out about like who gives a fuck? Like Regal literally didn't do anything for AEW except for make the Blackpool Combat Cub and be on commentary. Like before this MJF storyline, uh Regal really what he didn't really do anything for me. Like I, I didn't really care for it. I liked his role better in NXT myself, um, as the commissioner. Uh EJ Reese says he likes that he knocked out Regal. I th- I thought it was funny. I thought it was so MJ MJF is to the point now where Randy Orton was a couple of years ago where it was almost obvious he was gonna turn on people, but you still like pop for it. Yeah. Like you knew it was coming, <laughs> but you're still like, Yeah, that's him. Um and yeah, Ricky Starks and MJF, I think, is going to be a good little program also. I think Ricky Starks is the good opponent for him because he's very popular and people will actually cheer Ricky Starks mm-hmm. as opposed to cheering against Ricky Starks and, and cheering for MJF. Yeah. Um, but yeah, Ricky Starks won the Eliminator Tournament, Mario, to take on MJF in two weeks. MJF has a new title. Moxley comes out, says he's a bad motherfucker. Can't nobody step to him. Hangman Page returns finally. They square up. <laughs> Could you imagine fighting somebody, Marty, and you get knocked out and you go back and get in their face again and the motherfucker say, You remember what happened last time? <laughs> I'd have swung on his ass too. I couldn't blame Hangman. <laughs> like, you asshole. No, I don't remember. <laughs> so it looks like at the next pay per view, we're looking at, uh, I, mean, I didn't even mention this, Danielson, his involvement. <laughs> Looks like at the next pay-per-view, the top two matches are going to be Hangman and Moxley and MJF and Danielson. Uh, how do you feel about where AEW is going right now with, with everything that's happening in their storylines? Um, I'm not, I'm not too upset. With, I'll tell you right now, this is the first week I've watched AEW all week long. Um, MJF is so fucking cringe. It's ridiculous, but... Daniel Bryan or Brian Danielson Moxley, I I love what they're doing. Uh, Hangman Page being back there, I like it. Um, I also feel like they're gonna start doing more. I don't know. I I'm I'm falling back in and, and trying to trying to believe there's gonna be the a future is gonna be positive and it's gonna be changing. But I'm hoping that they do things different with Jamie and with the women's title. But the only thing I don't like about that is it's still fucking all about Brit. Like, still. Yeah. Like, just tell her to shut the fuck up and send it back. Like, we don't need to have Brit talking. We don't need to have DMD at the end of everything. Like, let fucking Jamie be the showcase of the of the promo, of the interview. But no, they still don't fucking have Brit all over it. And that's the only thing about that that I just can't get over. It's just still constantly about... It's like being in WWE... And we have a women's champion and Charlotte's still there without a title, still pushing her way through. It's like, just, just let her take a step back. That's a good comparison. You know, you know what I mean? And, but other than that, I'm hoping with the interview this week with Jamie, that hopefully this is a positive turn. We start to see more. Yeah, I get that's leading to a Brit and Jamie breakup, but it doesn't matter. Like it's still, even without the, 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 the title on Jamie, it, it was still always there. It's still always about Brit. Um, I don't know. I'm hoping that I'm, I guess I'm reluctant to be against it. And I'm hoping that the positive comes out of this and it leads to a story that's, that's, you know, good to watch. 
and it helps revitalize a little bit of the women's division. Um, yeah, other than that, I, I don't know. There's a lot of stuff going on in AEW that I just kind of fast forward because it doesn't have my attention. There's a lot of stuff, you know, even I love Jay Lethal, but everything going on with Jay Lethal and Jeff Jarrett and just fast forwarding it. So now with Joe, take him off TV. I don't know. It's like the, the some the, the few things are hitting hard, they're hitting well. And the other things that they're not doing well, they're they're fucking bombing big time. There's no middle ground for AEW. Um, I tell you what is bombing that I don't give a fuck about is Jade Cargill and Bow Wow. <laughs> yeah. But I, let me say this. At WrestleCade, I was standing in the lobby and Layla Gray walked by. I was like, my God in heaven. And then Kara Hogan walked by, and I was just like, holy shit. And then Red Velvet walked by, and I was like, what is going on? Like, them in person? Whew. And I didn't get a chance to get a picture with them because they were leaving when I saw them. I was pissed. I was like, if I'm going to pay for one fucking meet and greet picture, it's going to be with the baddies. And they were they were dressed for being photographed. Let's just put it like that. Um so it was kind of funny seeing Kira Hogan with them over the weekend when she had just gotten kicked out. And then Jade actually brought mention to it on on TV this week and, like, talked shit to them about it. Um, I think Jade's getting really good on the mic, too. But she's, I just, definitely, this, she's definitely getting better, that's for sure. This thing with Bow Wow is just like, I don't, I don't understand where it's going. Like, is he going to have somebody fight for Is Kira Hogan going to fight for him? Like, it's, Statlander was walking around. By the way, Chris Statlander, not a nice person in person. Really? I mean, she. I, I shouldn't say that. Like, I imagine she's walking through the lobby and, like, she probably had a bunch of people talking to her. I can't remember what. I think I just, like, said, hey, like, hello, because, you know, you make eye contact. I think I told you this. Uh, what's my girl's name? The professor. The wrestler that you don't like. She's from WWE. The old, uh, not old, but she's from, she used to wrestle, like, Mickey James and all them. Uh, she does all the fucking moves, a woman of a thousand moves or whatever. She's okay. feuding with Sheeta and Serena Deep. Oh, Serena Deep. Yeah. Okay, I think I told you this when I was in Jacksonville. I was walking in and Serena Deep and I made eye contact, and she like she spoke to me first and was just like so polite and so not. That was not Chris Statland. Mm-hmm. Now again, she's walking through the lobby with a bunch of wrestling fans. She's probably tired of people talking to her, but like I don't know, it was just something about it. It was just. Very off-putting and rude to me. But she's walking without limping. She didn't have a knee brace on, so she could be close to returning pretty soon. Uh, that's not news breaking. I mean, she could still be fucking six months away, but she's walking just fine. She's walking pretty fast with bad attitude. Um, so fuck her. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> I'm throwing away all my Chris Statlander merch if I had any. Be doing no, that. I love Stanley. She's one of my favorites. I like her. Yeah, well, she don't like me, so I don't like her. Well, maybe she heard you. Maybe she knows boot to the face and heard you talking shit. She's like, fuck this. Guy. I've never said anything bad about this lady until today. She said, fuck Statlander, her alien ass, and fuck the best friends. I'm pretty sure it was like word for word, verbatim of that. Something like, like Orange Cassidy sucks. Uh, and then eventually, like, Orange Cassidy's the shit. But fuck best friends and Beretta and his mom and his van and Statlander. Oh, not his mom. Not the minivan. Did I talk shit about the minivan? (laughs) Oh, shit. She's over there thinking. He talks shit about trans mom. That woman gives me juice boxes. Yeah. I don't know. Like, 
She's overrated. Yeah, like you said, it was a long. Who knows? Long dead. Who knows what happened? Maybe yeah. she was just a fucking took some shit had... from some fucking Riley old fucking basement dweller, and she was just irritated by that and like trying to trying to compensate. You know, honestly, she probably had to pee. Out. Maybe she had to use the bathroom. <laughs> Maybe she had a lot of coffee, and she's getting <laughs> the trots. <laughs> she had time to stop. You know, you know, you ever seen an alien shit, Marty? Me either. Who knows what? Who knows what that entails? Like she probably was in a hurry trying to get there. Oh, man. <laughs> um, speaking of fans, did you see Becky in the crowd on Monday? I did. The one guy was cool, but did you see how uncomfortable she got when the other guy like put his hands around her waist and she like? If you go back and watch, you can see her be like, "Okay, it's, that's which a little guy was too that? Much. The guy on the left, the second guy that was drunk as shit that kept yelling the whole time. <clears throat> because the guy on the guy she was talking to, the I, man I guy. guarantee that guy, that guy's a fucking plant. Bob. No, he's just Bob a regular a- guy. I saw him on Twitter. Oh, really? Yeah, I saw him on Twitter. He he. If you saw, he started doing a little selfie video. He posted uh-huh. on Twitter. He's got like, he had like five hundred followers or something like that. Mm-hmm. Like, I don't think he was anybody important. I'm a big Bob, right? Yeah. With the X Men shirt. Yeah, his video of Becky talking to him was on Twitter and like everybody oh, chanting okay. his name. But yeah, the other guy, like, come on, dude. Like, that's why people don't like dudes. Yeah. Because we always get too fucking handsy. I've always said, treat treat these women fans, wrestlers man. like you treat them <clears throat> when you go to the strip club. Put your hands underneath your seat. Don't touch them unless that's they like, tell you. you, know, you we talked about before, like, all the wrestling fans that are out there, like, always feel the need to, like, reach out and touch them while they're walking by. And it's like, it's just fucking weird. Do you do the grocery store when somebody walks by? Do you like fucking start touching them? And like, why? Like, just because you paid money to go with the show, doesn't fucking give you the right to fucking touch people. I don't know. It's just fucking weird to me. I yeah. in my entire life, maybe put my hand out for a high five, but like, I'm not trying to touch somebody. I tried to steal Steve like, Austin's TV title when I was a kid. <laughs> like, I don't like me. I don't like people coming in my bubble. You know what I mean? Like, even at work, I'm like, if someone comes in my, I'm like, get the fuck out. Like, go fucking your side of the desk. What are you doing over here? You know what I mean? And I don't know. I've never just had the inclination to like, oh, I'm going to touch this person that they walk by me. So I can say I touched them. Fucking wrestling fans are fucking weird. But it's not just wrestling fans. Because even like basketball and football and, you know, baseball, yeah. they all do that shit too. And it's just people are just so fucking entitled. It's weird. And it's creepy. And uh, I don't know. It's creep culture at, at its finest, I guess. And. It's shit like that that make people, you know, that make wrestlers not want to deal with people in public or make them look like they're rude walking through a lobby to get away from people because somebody was trying to probably tell, oh, I touched an alien. Just saying, just making a full circle. I don't know. Yeah, maybe but, you're right. You know, God forbid a handsome guy like myself is there with another woman. You think I'm a weirdo with all those fucking people there, but okay, whatever. Um, <laughs> I'm sure it wasn't just fucking you. <laughs> um, maybe, you. Maybe that's what the case was. Maybe she saw you with Tabitha. She's like, oh. You did say, uh, you said AEW hit and misses on certain things. And I do want to say, we'd be remiss if we didn't talk about one thing they are hitting on. Fucking this fucking Kenny Omega and the fucking Bucks. Yeah, this, this, that's funny you say that because we didn't, we didn't even talk about this beforehand. Like, I would, that's exactly what I was talking about. That trios championship best of seven match. Like, and I'm not even a fan of like the flippy dippy matches, but flippy dippy. Calm down. Calm down. Braun, Braun. Strowman. Calm down. <laughs> but, uh, you know who really does it for me though? Like, I go back and forth between it's who I think is better, Phoenix and uh, Phoenix. Phoenix and Pen- Phoenix. I'm sorry, Phoenix and Pentagon. I go back I'm and forth. Fucking tired which- of these of these announcers for AEW changing people's names every fucking week. 
Like well, it's JR's fault. How about you just go fucking talk to them, ask them what they want to be called, and say that. The fact you guys change how you pronounce their names every week is so fucking irritating. Especially when like Excalibur's the one doing it too. It's like I you, mean he's a commentator wearing a fucking mask. Because he's a fucking luchador. I don't no, know. No, he's not, he's a commentator. He was. I don't know. He's never was had he? a, a a match mask or a mask match, I guess. I don't know. I don't know. Anyways, the commentator shouldn't be wearing a fucking mask. Go back to what you were about to say. What's working with, you know, Pentagon yeah, and Phoenix. There was one point in this match <clears throat> where the Bucks and Omega were, like, beating the fuck out. I did love the, the hot shot start, too. The They've beat us twice. Mm. They've cheated. Let's we'll fucking beat their ass before the match yep. even starts, right? Like, yep. I love – because you're, you're going to have seven of these matches. You They can't all start with a fucking uh, collar and elbow tie-up. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, so I did love that. There was one point where – Pentagon was on the comeback and he beat up all three of them and he looks at the camera and he just fucking yells and he just he looked like such a badass like with his face paint he's got a little bit more muscle muscle on him than he used to like he's in a lot better shape than he was say at all in um he just just a creepy looking motherfucker like I, I don't know I like it um and the match was so good still the move at the end with Pac is that how you say it, Excalibur? Mm-hmm. With Pac fucking landing on his head almost on that fucking top rope move and getting rolled up. And the way he laid there, you thought he was hurt for real. Just like everything about this match is hitting for me. The Bucks making fun of CM Punk two weeks ago. Uh, I still don't like these assholes, but <laughs> I got I to gotta give them credit where credit is due. I loved it. I loved every minute of it. Trying to do the Buckshot Lariat and falling over. I was like, man, why are you making fun of Aaron Rodgers like that? Um, but yeah. Really? Sorry. Still gotta do that shit. <laughs> but yeah, I, I'm I'm loving the trio's uh best out of seven match. I hope it doesn't go seven though. I hope I mean it's gotta go six at least for the Bucks to win or the Elite to win, but I wouldn't be mad if fucking if Death Triangle beat him like four to one or four to two. Yeah, I can't like I want the Bucks and, and Kenny to win the whole series. But if if they're gonna lose, I do kind of want them to lose like four to one. I was honestly hoping they would get swept and then it would lead to like a different kind of storyline with them, but mm-hmm. obviously that's not what the case is because they won this past week. Um but yeah, AEW, you know, it doesn't have the cachet it's it's had since then. I listened to Wade Keller every Thursday afterwards and everybody that comes on says this is the third time they've been in our city. And every time the attendance gets, the attendance gets lower and lower. And so, uh, I'm hoping they can re I'm hoping they can pay attention. They can see what's happening with the bloodline and stuff like that. And they step their game back up and we can get some better wrestling out of AEW because it's, it's too many talented people in this company that I like <laughs> for their storylines and their, their booking to just be the shit that it's been, since what? Since Cody left, basically. Yeah. Uh, that, I think that's yeah, all, that's I, got all I got. That's all I got for AEW. Um, do you want to hit some NFL and then call it, a, call it a week? Let's do it. You got the schedule pulled up? I've got it. Um, got fucked up on on Thursday. I meant to change my ro- my roster and I fucked up. So my flex and my running backs, all my leagues, got fucked up. That sucks. Anyways, Buffalo beat New England. 
But as of today, we got the Pittsburgh Steelers versus the Atlanta Falcons. I'm taking the Steelers in this one. Give me Atlanta. Denver versus Baltimore. Denver released Melvin Gordon last week right before the game. I'm taking the Ravens. Um, Denver and Baltimore. Yeah, Baltimore's going to win this one. Denver just... <laughs> you think they're having buyer's remorse with uh, Russell Wilson? 100%. And you want to talk about Aaron Rodgers? Russell Wilson's fucking had a faller, larger, deeper fall from grace than yeah. Rodgers has. So fast. It's just been. I bet my boy Joey DeLorme's in the chat now. I bet he was so excited when they got Russell Wilson. And now he's just they like, all what were. the fuck? At every, every one of my friends was like, oh, we got Wilson. We're gonna... I'm like, uh, you guys still are going to compete with your division. Like, that's the sad part. And meanwhile, and in Seattle's fucking. Aren't they leading their division? They're fucking no, San Francisco is. I think they're. I think Seattle's. I think they're. If not, they're tied. But I think they're doing really well right now. <laughs> Joey says he can't even sell his tickets to the Chiefs game. Don't nobody want to hey, go I see got, that I massacre. That, I have a meme like that, you know, with the uh, broken glass and the the Broncos tickets left on the seat. Yeah. Don't nobody want to go like see that. that ass whooping. We got um, uh, Packers and the Bears. This is gonna. This is gonna. This is gonna be a good game to watch. Um, the winner is Justin of this Fields game. Justin Fields playing. Yeah. Yeah. The winner of this game will be the winningest team in NFL history. So that's, that's crazy. That the Bears are going to do that. Shut the fuck up. Um, Detroit versus Jackson. I got Packers winning. Um, I got the Bears. The Bears. That's. Lame. I think Justin Fields and Montgomery are going to have a day. Montgomery's going to have a day. I need him to, but he's not. They're not going to win. Speaking of fantasy Christian football, Watt. Christian how Watson. You, how are you having bye weeks in week fourteen? Yeah, or whatever fucking week we're in. Arizona, week, week twelve. Yeah, yeah. I got Hopkins and fucking Kyler Murray in the league. I got I have Murray to win it. and I got Connors and yeah, I'm, I get fucked on that one. I had to pick uh, up Trevor Lawrence in my league today to start because I ain't I ain't starting Russell Wilson. Yeah, that, that sucks. Uh, I have Kirk Cousins for Kyler Murray. Hey, it's a one uh, o'clock game. Kirk Cousins is gonna put up three hundred and like three touchdowns. I bet. I mean, he is playing the Jets. Yeah. So. Oh, I don't know. I'm gonna watch that game. By the way, Jets. The Jets all the numbers. I, let's put it this way. I sat feeling and started watching because the Jets right now have the number. Apparently, have the number three defense against wide receivers. I'm intrigued to see the Jet. Mike White got drafted by the Cowboys actually a couple years ago, and he was supposed to be like Dak's backup, but he wasn't developing quick enough. Yeah. But the the people around uh, Dallas loved Mike White when he was there, mm-hmm. so I'm I'm intrigued to see him play. I see he puts up numbers when he does play, but he only wins like one or two games. So I'm intrigued to see that game, the Jets and the the Vikings. Is that the one we're picking uh, right now? Yeah, sure. I got Vikings win. Uh, I'm going to take the Jets. All right. Jacksonville at Detroit. I'm taking Detroit. Yeah, give me the Lions. Cleveland at Houston. I'm taking Cleveland. The return of uh, Tugmaster. <laughs> Washington versus the Giants. I'm taking the Giants on this one. I'm taking Washington. I think... I think uh, I think the Giants are coming back down to earth, and I think Washington's actually hitting their fucking stride right now. Um, they put well, Wentz hopefully. on the fucking bench like they um, were supposed yeah. to. And then we got Tennessee versus Philadelphia. I got Tennessee. 
Yeah, I got Tennessee also. I think this is. I think Philly is another one that they haven't lost yet. They should have lost to the fucking Colts. Uh, they were in another game that they should have lost recently, and then they did lose to Washington. I think. I think the luster is kind of coming off of Philly a little bit, and I mm-hmm. think the pressure is about to start hitting Jalen Hurts, and now we're going to see if he can actually throw the ball without the threat of the of the run in a couple of these games coming up. Like, so. I got Tennessee. Look for a big day from King Henry. Seattle versus the Rams. I got Seattle. I have Seattle blowing the Rams out of this game. I mean, the Rams don't have Cooper Cup. They don't have uh, the quarterback. He's out for the year now. Um, Yeah, they got nobody. So they won their Super Bowl. They blew their load. They fucking went all in last year. They won their Super Bowl. And now they're going to suck for like the next five years. Till they start yep. getting draft picks again. These motherfuckers don't have draft picks till like 2025. I think they don't have a first round draft pick. Yeah. Uh, we got Miami versus San Francisco, eight and three versus seven and four. Holy I've been shit, going back Miami. and forth on this one all day. I'm taking Miami on this one. I'm taking Miami. Yeah, I think I am too. KC versus Cincinnati. I got KC winning this one. Give me the upset. I'll take the Bengals. All right. Chargers versus the Raiders. I got the Raiders on this one. I I got Adams. I think Carr and Adams are gonna blow up today. I wouldn't mind that because I need them to. Yep, me too. Indy versus Dallas. It's a blowout. A laugher. Indy on this one. <laughs> okay. Um, Taylor's gonna run all over them. This 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 game shouldn't even be cl- the next three games for the Cowboys. They should win by at least seventeen points every game. Um, but. It is the Cowboys, and they usually play down to the level of their competition. So, yep. Uh, got New Orleans versus Tampa. I got. Oh my God! I need players on both teams. Are they going to start uh, Jameis finally? Is, I got New Jason, Orleans. Jason and Tampa going to get his wish. I got Orleans, and I got I got Kamara having a big game. I got Tampa. They're going to hold on to the the lead in that division. Sadly, the Cowboys are probably going to have to play the Bucks in the first round of the playoffs. They've never beaten Tom Brady. Cowboys are like 0 for life versus Tom Brady, no matter what team he plays for. It's fucking you know. annoying. So, and that's, that uh, that's week 13. Fucking retire already, cocksucker. I mean, he's playing worse than Aaron Rodgers, but hey, let's, let's talk shit about Aaron Rodgers. Is he, though? He is. I don't know about he's that. He's got a better team and still playing worse than Aaron Rodgers. I don't know if I can say that. I don't. I don't. I don't watch a lot of Tampa Bay Bucks or Green Bay games. But he's got a way better receiving core than than the Packers. But yeah, but Aaron Rodgers way. is supposed to be able to make his receivers better, right? Like he made all the other receivers. He's making them better. You're not seeing Christian Watson. Christian Watson's blowing up. Okay. Well, there you go. So, all right, man. That's all I got. Thanks for joining, everybody. Um, we won't be taking any more hiatuses that I know of coming up. Uh, we'll be back next Sunday, 11 a.m. Eastern Standard Time. And enjoy all your wrestling. We are, what, what are we, less than two months away from WWE Royal Rumble? Yep, two months away. We're like four months away from WrestleMania already. Four months away from WrestleMania already. Uh, final battles coming up with ROH. That'll be down in Dallas. So enjoy the wrestling for the week. We'll be back next week to recover it and talk shit and do whatever. For Marty Vasquez, I'm Chris Rucker. It's been Boot to the Face. 
Peace. Later.